Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of Navigating Your Career. I have a very special episode for you today. I am talking to one of my clients, Angie Stilisano. Angie and I worked together for six months, and she um, was really struggling with knowing what her future was with her company and what her next career pivot should be and what her direction was going to be. And so we figured that out together and so much more. So listen in as I talk to Angie about her experience. Angie, I'm so glad to have you here for, um, I guess, for those that are listening. Could you give us a little bit of an introduction of who you are and what you do? Sure. Yeah. My name is Angie Stilisano. Um, I manage a team uh, for new product introduction and campaign readiness at a large biopharmaceutical company in Frederick, Maryland. Awesome. And so we coached together for six months. We just mm-hmm. finished that engagement. And so if you could take me back to July when we started working together, what were things like for you? Uh, at the time, so work was pretty unfulfilling. I didn't know what my future direction looked like. Um, and I didn't know, you know, kind of the career I wanted to take. It was it was really around like June slash July, you know, when, right before we started working together um, that things were just moving so fast. Um, my career started to move really fast. Everything started moving. And I felt really out of control about my about the next steps that I wanted. I felt like somebody else was really in control of what my next step was. So I was, I was pretty um, eager to try to understand what my next move was and take control back. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be sitting somewhere in five years and say, how did I get here? (laughs) Yeah. And I remember when we started talking, um, everything was kind of on the table. Like I, I feel like you were pretty sure you wanted to kind of stay within at least your industry, but as far as what department you worked right. in or, and I remember also we were talking about just everyone else around you and right. how it was hard to decide what you wanted and not kind of take into account what everyone else was doing. That's true. Yeah. I was really, I was really comparing myself, like, you know, they're moving up, they're moving around. Why am I not doing that? Should I be doing this? Am I doing something wrong? Mm -hmm. Should I leave to take the next step? Do I want to go, you know, back to being just a rock star independent contributor? Like, I I don't know what I, you know, I don't know what I, I didn't know anything, you know, that I wanted necessarily. I was kind of open for anything, which Mm -hmm. made me feel out of control. Yeah. yeah. And what about um your decision making? I remember when we went through kind of an <laughs> intake assessment and you had to score some things and you really struggled with that. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, um you were you were giving me these no risk questions, you know, how do you feel about your career? How do you feel about your friends and family? How do you feel about your physical health? And I it, it was very eye-opening um to look back at the notes that you had sent me and it was I don't know, maybe a 7 or an 8, maybe a 5 or a 6, maybe I don't know, an 8, 9, maybe a 10. I don't know. You know what I mean? I was I was really like I was taking the questions so literally and just spinning on them even though 
it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it was no risk. And I just sat there and contemplated way too long over something that didn't matter. You know, it was a simple question. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think it like the, if you can remember that Mm -hmm. time when you were feeling kind of uncertain and you were comparing against others and not feeling confident in your decision-making and not sure what your career path was, like what kind of impact was that having on you? I mean, obviously it was, it was not very beneficial to my emotional health, you know, probably not my physical health either. I'd be drained by the end of the day, open a bottle of wine. (laughs) Um, But seriously, I mean, I was really, I really could not, I I felt unfulfilled and not knowing what my next step was. I didn't, because I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what steps I should be taking. You know, I was, I felt really strong at work in the decisions I was making when I felt informed and so I just felt that need to be informed more about, you know, not so much the technical stuff, like the things that, you know, I have to do as a manager, but the things I need to do for myself. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it was, it was really taking, I thought, you know, I think a toll on my, probably more my mental and, and you know, physical health. Mm-hmm. Um just because I'd go home and I'd talk to my husband for hours and he didn't want to hear it, you know, because I wasn't doing anything about it. And he'd say, do something. And I'd, I'd be like, I don't know what to do, you know? So it was, it was, it was very um, unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You, I guess, is there a tipping point that you think you had that made you want to get help with that? No, I don't think so necessarily. And I'll tell you why, because I had some career coaching starting in 2019 that my company put me through, and I thought that I would get a lot more out of it. Unfortunately, than I did. They were very, you know, obviously my my company paid for it, so I felt they were very biased to push me up, up, up. You know, and I did. Mm-hmm. And I at the time I felt very, um, I was pushing against that a little bit. I was like, what if I don't want to go up? Like, whoa, slow, slow down, slow down. Um, and so the coach there had, you know, obvious intentions and obviously paid for by my company, um, which is fine. But, you know, prior to that and around that same time, which was, a, you know, six, seven, eight months before I started working with you, I was reading books and I was doing surveys and I was trying to, you know, I had a mentor and I was trying to do some trainings. Like I, I don't feel like there was an obvious tipping point. I feel like I had been trying to figure this out for a long time. I actually made my goal two years ago in 2019. I made my goal, my personal goal to figure out like my five-year plan. And I couldn't (laughs) the whole year I thought about it. And it, it, it drove me crazy that I couldn't even come up with a plan for myself. So do you think that maybe was that tipping point then was all of this like do it yourself maybe, stuff, maybe. Your company support, you had the books you were reading, you had all these things you were trying to do and yeah. just nothing was working. Yeah, I guess that's what, it, I guess you're right. Yeah, it was the tipping point, but I didn't see it as like one single event. It was kind of like very cumulative at the very, you know, when I saw your posts and your, your ads and stuff, I started thinking like, I, I might as well try it. You know what I mean? And the intro call at least. So, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just another thing I'm trying, but it was very, un- it was very frustrating to try a lot of things and think I was sticking with them. You know what I mean? And think I was doing what I needed to do and still getting, coming out with the same, with the same resolution. You know, I didn't, still didn't have a five-year plan. I still didn't have even a one-year plan. I just kind of was going with the flow. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I remember the the post. I think I did a video where I was going through some scenarios of different challenges with figuring out your direction and getting advocacy from your boss. And I remember you commented, you were like, this is me. Oh my gosh, we need to talk. <laughs> You're right? talking to me. <laughs> Seriously, I do remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else that you want to add that you kind of tried to do on your own to try to resolve this? Um. No, but I did. I mean, like I said, I was talking to my husband a lot. I was talking to my mentor a lot. Um, She and I would go out to lunch every couple of weeks and I just talked and talked and talked. And, you know, there was no people would give me advice, but there was no, you know, it it was nothing that seemed to really work Mm -hmm. for me. I mean, everything I feel like really helped me now looking back, all of it really helped. Um, But I, I don't know, coaching was much better, not only because it was weekly and it held me accountable, you know, I held, I had to hold myself accountable and make the time. And it was, it was so much more than like trying to find time at the end of the night or make time at the end of the night to read mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when I'm having a great day or when I'm having a bad day to spend the time talking about, you know, my career to somebody, you know, my mentor who we had, you know, I mean, we work together. She's at a higher level than me, you know, in a different department, but there was, I wanted to sometimes just stop talking about work too. So, you know, yeah, I tried a lot. I thought, I think I tried a lot of things and nothing single-handedly worked like coaching did. It sounds like you did a lot between the mentor, you had your company development program and a coach there, you had books you read, you, I mean, right. did pretty much everything I think I tried. people would think of to try to solve this. Um, so did you have any obstacles in hiring a coach outside of your company? Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think at the, at the very beginning after having our call, like the money thing kind of stuck with me, you know, I wanted to make sure it, it was COVID and, um, you know, money, I, I'm very frugal. I don't think I've bought, you know, jeans in like two years. So to make that kind of an investment in myself, you know, in, in coaching something that's not, you know, I didn't feel like it was tangible. Like I couldn't see it or, you know, I'd have Mm -hmm. to tell my husband, Hey, I'm spending this money, but you're not going to see it. (laughs) Um, He was very supportive though. So that was great. Um, I, I, I feel very busy in my life, you know, both at work and at home. I feel like I sign up for so many things to do. I'm, you know, doing so many things at work, I'm doing so many things out of work. So there was definitely a time constraint or like a fear. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was a little bit of an obstacle. I had to, like I said, make time. I had to schedule time. I had to make sure that I prioritized it and met it, um, especially because I was spending money right on it. Um, And then I did, I did, it was really my own, I think, mentality because I wanted a sense of guarantee. But um, I, yeah, I don't have that, you know, satisfaction guaranteed stamp, you know, on coaching. I was really like thinking, you know, if I'm going to open up and I'm going to be vulnerable about what's going on and, you know, my downfalls and try to work on them with somebody else, you know, like really open up and and be honest, then, you know, is it, I had the sense of like, it better work, <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't want it to fail. And then I'm coming out feeling like, man, I just opened myself up to somebody. It's it's very vulnerable. It's very, you know, can be embarrassing sometimes to realize that I've been doing this all wrong um, and then come out not any better. So that was, it was in my, it was definitely on my mind. Like, 
if I'm going to do this, like, is it guaranteed that I'm going to be better for it? Because yeah, I didn't want to live with myself after if it wasn't, you know, like it was very, it, 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 I don't know. I don't yeah, like so to, I don't like obstacles. to be vulnerable. I, I feel like yeah. I did. You had the money, was, you had the time, you yep. had the like belief in the process, like right. belief in yourself. So how yeah. did you overcome all of those obstacles to say, yes, you're going to do this? Well, like I said, I did career coaching before. So like, well, you know, my company sent me through and, and it wasn't everything that I had hoped it would be. So what I thought this time was, okay, this is my money. This is my time. This is my investment. Like, like I said, my husband was very supportive. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to be very open to it. I'm going to, I'm going to truly invest in myself. Um, and I don't know. It's just, I think I just had to like shift my mind to make sure that I was true to the process. So I could get, you know, so I could get the most out of it. Yeah. And um, it sounds like yeah. even that had like a positive impact on you just to shift from, I'm going to make just my own mindset in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so it's cool. true. Yeah. Um, and so why did you choose to work with me as a coach? Um, so I think in, in our initial, in our initial consultation call, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I hadn't worked, I had never hired a personal coach before, you know, life coach. So I, obviously I saw your stuff around Facebook. I liked everything. I liked the free stuff. I liked the, you know, posts. Um, I felt like you were seriously, like you had taken me and just been like, let me write this post <laughs> about Angie Stilisano. <laughs> it, was like, it was all me. Um, so I chose, I chose to, you know, have the consultation call and you understood my position. You understood my hesitations. Um, and then, you know, you were able to push me, but I didn't feel like I was being judged. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was like, you know, you were telling me to do something or there was going to be this massive judgment. You were saying, you know, it was, a, it was a, it was a forceful push, but it was definitely uh, like a, like a friendly, you know, like you should do this. This is the right thing to do. You got this kind of thing. I remember you saying in our, in the consultation call, like, you know, it's totally up to you. You don't have to make a decision today. You don't even have to make a decision in a week. Let me know whenever you're comfortable making it. And um, at one point you were like, if you could go to the store and pick it off a shelf, would you do that? And I was like, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> duh, I would do that. Like I would spend <laughs> money and go buy it. And so I think, and I told you that really stuck with me because I thought this is what I'm doing. You know, I am going and buying something. Yeah. You're buying your results. You just have to believe in the results you haven't created yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I, I chose to work with you cause you, you understood me, you understood that part. Um, and you helped me, you know, make a decision for myself. So, and it was the right decision. I, I know that now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I need that immediately. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's good that that even just that first call, because I think people sometimes get, um, I think this will be helpful for people to hear because scheduling yeah. that first call, like the free consultation calls are like, what do I expect? What's this going to be right. like? So to hear that value that you got from it before we even exchanged money or started really coaching, it was just yeah. really in that initial consultation, I think is really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like a, you know, it's, it's a free call, but I'm going to hook you. It's like, well, it's really your decision. This is what I can do for you. And if you want it, great. If you don't right now, that's fine. If you want to come back later, that's great too. But you know, this is what I do and this is what I'm here for. And if you, if you will get some kind of, you know, results out of this or some kind of improvement in your life out of this, this is is what I can do for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how, now if we fast forward 
Mm-hmm. So I think we have a good understanding of where you were and kind of what led to this decision. Now take me all the way through the end of the six months. What is your career and your life like now? Um, well, I we 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 ended our our six months right before Christmas. So it was mm-hmm. like literally the week of Christmas. Um, obviously I was lucky enough to have some time off between Christmas and New Year's and spend time, you know, downtime. And then I came back to work. And within my first week back, I found out that I was recently promoted. So it takes effect this, this week, actually. So right away in the beginning of the year. Yay. I know new title, um, more money, you know, to instill (laughs) what I love to do. Um, So I think a lot of that had to do with displaying, you know, confidence and knowing like you and I, I think it didn't take very long. It didn't take the full six months. I know we talked about a lot, but it probably took about three months. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Maybe four before I figured out my next path. Like you really challenged me and you were like, what about this? And, you know, tried to change my mind on career, not tried to change, but you like challenged my, you know, why are you in this industry? Why would, why aren't you in this department? And so I think ruling out some of the things that I knew I didn't want to do helped at first. And then when I finally decided like, this is the job I want and Hey, it's available at my company, but it's a couple levels up, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I started, you know, letting my boss know that. And I put, put some goals in my, you know, development plan around how to get there. So I displayed that confidence. I talked about it. I knew it. Um, I started being empowered to make decisions to help me get there. And then I just was recently, like I said, promoted last week. So now I'm only one step away from that goal. So it's kind of funny. Like it took me, yeah. you know, years to try to get this. And then it took me three or four months with working with you to actually build a goal. And I'm literally halfway there. Right. It's, it's great. I mean, to that, to that ultimate career goal. Like I don't know what I'll do after. <laughs> I'll need yeah. coaching again. <laughs> Right. But like, just even hearing you talk about it, you're, you have such a lightness and happiness about it. And you said, when you started, I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. Right. And even that was something that you were like, I don't know. Like when we went through the exploration process together, remember we were exploring like your childhood dreams, like going to another company, like everything was on the table. Yep. That's true. It was really cool. And like, kind of like, I don't want to say it's unique, but I think special about like your situation is that going through that process, everything is on the table. Like, you know, we mapped your career to like you as a person, not like your resume to your career. So to go through that process holistically, and then for you to come out and be like, I actually love my job. And this is actually I want to work for. And to find a job that you didn't even know was available. And then to have your manager buy into that and now you got promoted. So you're one step closer to it. Like that is the that's just really cool that transformation that occurred. I know it, it really is. I could not have planned this better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously it's, I don't know. My boss said to me, I don't know, maybe November, October, November, like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. You know, like <laughs> I would walk in and I'd have a plan and I'd say, this is what we're doing. This is where I want to be. And this is what I want for my team. And this is what I want for myself. And this is what I think you should do. Or this is where you could help me more. You know, it was no more like going in and, and saying like, you know, what can I do for you, boss? It was more like, this is what I need and this is what you can do. Um, and it worked. And I really, you know, when I bought into that, not it, I mean, I tried it a couple of times. It was a little bit uncomfortable, but now that's what I do like all the time. You know what I mean? And it really was not that hard. I had that anyway, somewhere deep inside me. <laughs> and it, it was really just displaying the confidence, you know, and, um, 
and building that, you know, uh, network that I think I called it a change coalition, you know, with my team, like, you know, my peers, uh, rather than just trying to be lone wolf, just trying to be like, you know, this person who plows through and tries to get it done. And then at the end it fails because, you know, I don't have any, any buy-in from people and I don't have buy-in from my boss. Now my boss comes to me and says, Hey, I got this idea. What do you think about it? And I'm just like, I love this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. And you created that partnership. That right. You're exactly. That leader. Yeah. So tell me about to the, cause I remember your, the way that you were making decisions was changing and you would come mm-hmm. and say that you went like, kind of like what you're saying now you advocated for your team. You went and mm-hmm. made decisions, you made suggestions, like you were much more certain in what you wanted for yourself and for your team. So can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I think it was, it was there. I would be very sure about something that I knew, but when it came to, you know, I, I want this or I need this, or I think this is the right thing to do. Again, it went back to kind of that guarantee thing. You know, I knew what worked, but if I was unsure, I was more hesitant to put myself out there. Um, you know, I was, I think I'm a pretty smart risk taker. I think I take risks, but I don't think I take them all the time, you know, especially if I don't know what the outcome's like. Um, so, building the confidence, like I said, and building, you know, the empowerment and having, you know, even through our weekly calls, just having the assurance that, yes, this is the job that I want. This is the job that I like. And I'm not, you know, I know my company's great. So they're not going to fire me or punish me for making a wrong decision, as long as it's a well-informed, you know, well-thought-out decision. Um, you know, it's it's the right thing to do. So I just, I don't know, I built that confidence in myself. And I said, you know, this is what I need and this is what my team needs. And I was able to actually, you know, I know I'm not a coach, but I, as a people manager, I was able to have those conversations with people who report to me and say, you can make this decision. You're empowered. And I don't know, I hope they knew that, but I think me saying that built a lot of trust because people would say like, I appreciate that, you know, and then, you know, they were making this, they were better decision makers, which allowed me to do my job and be a better decision maker. And everybody all around, I think, you know, benefited actually. It's funny that I'm the one who went through coaching, but I think my team really benefited from it as well. Yeah. My my direct reports and my peers even, because I, like I said, I became better, a better coworker, someone who was in it for buy-in and, you know, not someone who was just trying to drive the thing that would make me look good. It was more like, this is something I think we should do. I don't know if it'll work, you know, tell me what you think, but, um, but I think this makes sense, you know, and I had that confidence to put myself out there. Yeah. And you like trusted yourself to make decisions and that you could really handle anything. Like you said, like if you made a mistake, it'd be okay because you trusted yourself to make an informed decision on what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. And get the buy-in up front. So, you know, and, and get the challenge too. So I was able yeah. to say like, these are some things that might go wrong. These are some concerns, but overall, I think, you know, it's riskier to not do anything, you know? So I, I was making better informed decisions yeah. at, at actually all levels, even like, I think above my, my current level at the time I was going to my boss and telling him things that I thought, you know, should be, it was outside of my area of ownership. I, and I do think that helped, you know, p- position me for that promotion mm-hmm. that I just recently got. Yeah. So, yeah. So what else would you say are you doing differently, either thinking differently or behaving differently? Yes, both. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am definitely, I have more. So 
one of the things I was thinking about was some benefits, you know, from coaching. So uh, obviously, like I said, there's confidence and, and I think I've built, you know, more empowerment than I had. Um, I also really realized that I built like a personal awareness of myself going through a, like the, the notes um, and just our six months. I, you know, you um, challenged me really on the expectations that I set for myself. You know, I, I had a lot of expectations for myself. I had a lot of expectations of others that were unsaid. I had these thoughts that led to the way I acted, you know, that led to my emotions and, you know, the spinning episodes that I would have sometimes and go home and just talk and talk and talk and get nowhere. Um, so, I mean, I think that's definitely calmed down. I don't think I've talked about work more than five minutes at home. Um, probably since, I don't know, midway through our coaching session. I mean, I just felt, like I said, once I got more confident at work and once I started being more confident in myself and my decision-making and, um, I just, I, it, it carried over to my whole life. Like I was better at home. I was better at work. I was better, you know, I was less stressed. I could tell my thoughts led to better emotional health, you know, my actions were better. I was not spinning and drinking. And <laughs> so I was, you know, I would, I would have more fun. I'd have more time. I started playing like solitaire more. I had more free time. It was really funny how much like time freed up that I wasn't sitting around and thinking or talking about work. It is yeah. really, Which is really funny, funny too, right? Because right? one of your objections was what, do I have enough time? But coaching an hour, <laughs> we actually create more time. That's true. You're right. That is a good point. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So what about how you are with your coworkers and your team, like those relationships? How have those changed? Um, I mean, I I feel like they've all been benefited. You know, they've all benefited from this as well. So like I said, like I, I want to be able to make decisions for my peers or for my boss. And so I give that empowerment that I take mm-hmm. for that level. To, I give that, you know, or I... I don't know if I should say I give that, but I let people have that as well. Like I have a team of high performers. They have that empowerment already. They have that decision-making authority already, but I don't know that I said it or created the space, you know, as a, as a manager and someone who allocates resources to projects or whatever, it's like, you know, Hey boss, who can be on this part? Like, I don't, I've said, I don't know, what do you think? You know, I've, I've really open-ended, I think, my questions a lot and pushed back and said, what do you think? Who do you think's right? Who has the right skill? You know, can, can you do it or can you delegate to somebody? You know, it doesn't have to come to me. People, at least my direct reports and my peers, um, I don't think I'm so in control, which is good because in coming into this whole thing, I thought, man, I'm a really controlling person, but I don't want to be in control all the time. I just felt mm-hmm. like I had to be. So I think giving up some of that control and being more strategic and and forward looking and in, in like what I want and taking control of moving myself or my team forward is where I want to focus. Like everything else you, you know, somebody else can deal with. That's and that's good for them too. So I think it's been a win, 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 you know, really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for my peers and for my direct reports. And so I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think I've benefited and in turn the people around me and my marriage too, like to be totally honest, my husband as well, because I've allowed, I, I haven't, I am a controlling person, or at least like, I think I am, 
he is able to make these, you know, decisions now. And I didn't realize how much control I took over mm-hmm. stupid things, over things that just didn't, like I said, things that didn't matter. And I wasn't even sure anyway. It's just like I had to take it because I didn't see him actively taking control. But this has been, I think it's spilled over into my personal life. And it's been very beneficial for him in the fact that he doesn't have to, you know, feel like he's making a wrong decision because I already got something in my mind. I don't, I, if I don't care, I say, I don't care. If I do, I say, you know, I say what I, I'm thinking. It's just, it's a much better, more open, you know, what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking I'll say. Mm-hmm. And it's just been much better there too, you know? Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I was going to ask you about like the ripple effects of coaching. Yeah. I think you talked about a lot of them, you know, like you initially came for, I want to know what my next step in my career is. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. what I want to do next, but then really we spent all this time talking about the growth you've had in your relationships and your colleagues and your growth as a manager and your emotional health that you actually have more time now. Like there's a lot that you actually benefit for that are those intangibles that you were wondering if you would get. So is there anything else that we didn't talk about that was a ripple effect for you? Um. I mean, like I said, I think just having that goal setting and having that personal awareness and the confidence. One thing that made it really funny, just as a note, is you know I I came in with a very clear goal for for us to work on to have you help me with, which is what I've been trying the whole time with books and everything. Is I want to know what my goal in my career is. You know what I mean? Um, and that's that was really my main focus is I want to know what I want out of my career. It wasn't so much like my personal life or mm-hmm. you know my my being a mom or whatever. It was what do I want for my career? But we week to week would talk about me, which at the at first I didn't see the connection, right? Like yeah. okay, I know me. I don't see this connection between me exploring me. <laughs> what does this have to do with where I need to go in my career? You know, but you were like, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you as a kid and your childhood dreams. And <laughs> let's talk about your expectations. And let's talk about how you compare to others. And let's talk, you know, like we talked about me and I had to like, like I said, be vulnerable, but really dig deep and say like, what do I do that holds myself back or sets unrealistic expectations. So we got all out of that out of the way, you know, in the first couple months and I knew me better, which was funny because I didn't think I didn't know me. (laughs) And once I did that, it was, it was easy to talk about career. And then the ripple effects came because I saw what I was doing to myself and the people around me. And it wasn't just about my career, but I, was actually able to fulfill that goal and come up with something. But it was obvious at that point because I just looked at like, what do I like? What are the things I want out of my job? And then what job meets that? Like it it wasn't, it wasn't any harder than that actually, which is kind of funny. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I think sometimes when I I talk to people too, they'll be like, well, I I need to know my next step in my career. And they're like, I don't have a confidence problem. I don't have a problem with their stuff. I know what I like. Right. And then we get into, and then, so we start and sometimes people are like, okay, but when are we going to get to like my career plan? Like they're expecting like, like what you'd get from an HR department or something. Like, let's look at your resume and let's figure out your career path. And here's an assessment. And then and it, it's funny because even though I explain, no, we're going to holistically look at you as a person so that we know your decisions are aligned with you. 
people, you don't get it until you experience it until the end. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that I really actually needed that. Like, that's what I didn't get from the books. That's what I didn't get from the trainings. You know what I mean? Is the, like, I had no me first before I knew where I fit or what I wanted Mm -hmm. or, you know, the characteristics of the job that I wanted or, you know, like it's, it's, it was, it's, it's awesome. Looking back, it's very funny to remember my thought process. That's, you know, at the time, (laughs) like I, I did. I thought I had confidence. I thought I knew myself. I thought I didn't have any problem there. I just need you to t- look at like what jobs my my company has and tell me what's my next step. Just do that. <laughs> tell me what to do. But it really, it took a lot of like self-exploration for me to be like, well, actually there's this job that fits right along with what I want, you know? And yeah. so it was really, I needed to know me first. And then, like I said, everything else was really easy. Yeah, which is which is awesome to even is. think about. Yeah, yeah, and then it, like all that those things set you up too to advocate for what you wanted, like you've done. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if it was just here, this is what I think would align with your qualifications. You wouldn't have had right. that same experience or that same outcome. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um. So, what was your favorite part of the coaching process, or maybe that was your favorite part? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> um. I mean definitely looking back, that was my favorite part is, you know, seeing the full picture. But during it, I think it was taking time to coach. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie. I thought it would be a big, um, I thought it would be a big investment of time. And once a week, weeks came quick. And there were weeks that you would be like, hey, by next week, think about this or do this. And there were weeks that came and I was like, oh, I didn't get to that. Like, my week has been crazy um, or this slipped my mind or, you know, I forgot to do it. Um, But having that check-in every single week really was my favorite because even if I didn't do the pre-work or homework or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd still, we'd spend time and we'd talk about it. And is there anything else I want to talk about? So I, I liked the fact that it was frequent enough to hold me accountable and that I could build on every, like the progress I was making. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't have to, you know, walk away for six months and then come back six months later and be like, oh, well, I've, I tried to read this one book and it took me six months and I still haven't passed chapter two, you know, cause I, I, so I think my favorite part was the weekly check-ins and then realizing, like I said, I, I really did get a lot of self, you know, personal awareness out of this. So realizing every week, you know, eventually like, oh my gosh, that was, I just called myself stupid or I just compared myself to somebody. It was checking myself. Mm-hmm. I I told you a couple times, like I was really excited to tell you some of the, some of the times that I would do that to myself. And I said, Oh my God, I did not realize how many times I did this like in a day, you know, before yeah. I, I don't know how many times I would put myself down and, you know, for stupid things. And I started realizing it. And so once I realized it, I stopped that, you know, I, I <laughs> consciously tried to stop that. And that was really great. So like I said, building, I think my favorite part was that self-realization and being able to build on the things that I'd learned that would have taken me multiple different books <laughs> to read, yeah, you know, apply it in real time. And then I then spend my time mm-hmm. reading them, making time to read them rather than saying, I have a meeting at three o'clock. I have to jump on a call. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And doing it and prioritizing it and building the time, scheduling the time. It worked for me. It, it worked for me. So yeah. So what would you say to someone who isn't familiar with coaching or hasn't invested in their own development before? And they're like, "Mm, I don't know if that's for me. What would you tell them? 
I would say, you know, I, like I said, I, I had, I didn't invest before I did, you know, same thing with my company, like, yes, they did it before, which I think only opened the, the, my mind to the the fact that it's out there at, Mm -hmm. you know, lower, lower levels. Um, So I think it's, you know, if you're unsure about it, you can do the consult call and whenever, I don't think you have to have a specific goal. So I don't want to say you have to have like a career goal or a life goal. I think if you want to make an investment in yourself, even if you don't know where that benefit will be seen, you know, in your career, your personal life, it's at least worth the consultation call. You know, I don't know if you can do three months or six months, but the six months really worked for me. I mean, I think I had enough time with enough frequency to build good habits and change my lifestyle, you know, my, 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 my mindset that I don't see the need. I mean, coaching is great and I'll do it again, but the week, like I've built this, these habits, I've, I've, I've changed my behaviors, you know? So I think I would tell anybody if they want to make a change and they're unsure how to do it, it's definitely worth it. You know, would they go to the grocery store and buy it off a shelf? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 It really is that simple. And I, I think you hit on a lot of really good points um, and thoughts that people have around the time. Cause I think like, so we work together six months and some people will hear six months. I just want to solve this problem. I just want to do this. And they don't see how it actually is creating lasting change by coaching right. together for that long. So it's not something where you just read a book and put it on a shelf and move on. And you're like, that was helpful, but it doesn't actually become part of your lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you would want to mention about coaching or your experience? You know, we covered a lot, but I just wanted to give you a chance if there was anything we didn't yeah. touch on. Um, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, I, I came into coaching with an expectation of coming up with a career goal and we did that. And like I said, the self-exploration was really great. I cannot say enough good things about how this impacted, like I said, the other parts of my life. Um, So, I mean, I'm just really thankful for the, for, you know, for making that decision for myself, making that investment in myself and for your coaching. I mean, it's, it's been a really fast and huge growth year, six months, you know, So I'm, I'm just very thankful, you know, because that's exactly what I wanted for myself for a long time. And we did it in six months. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to share that. I loved coaching yeah. you and I'm so happy for your promotion. Thank and you. You continue to grow. And I'm sure that the people listening are really getting a lot of value from hearing your experience. Thank you, so thank you for sharing it. Thank you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. See ya.